Hello all you incredible listeners and welcome to today's episode of Medicine Unraveled and the fourth for our week for the ladies. I'm your host Rads and I appreciate you for taking this time for yourself. Your own experience trumps everything else. Before I delve into today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on the daily unravels to reach your optimal life. I hope you're comfy because today's episode is another long one, jam-packed with insights, tips and tricks to becoming a more empowered woman. So let's get unearthing some of those insights. Can you remember your first period? Are your current periods still the same? Likely not. Our periods can change naturally as we age with so many things influencing them. As we discovered yesterday, many systems in your body are impacted by your menstrual cycle and periods too, which can also become more apparent over the years. Each female has a completely unique experience with their menstrual cycle and all the way to each cycle being unique from the last. We also experience an array of symptoms during our cycles. Today, I'll just touch on a few. One of the commonest symptoms ladies experience during their periods are cramps or pain. Pain during your cycle is not necessary and not necessarily healthy. So what are cramps and what's causing them? Cramps can be anything from a niggle to excruciating pain leaving you curled on the floor with a hot water bottle. Mild cramps are normal and can be expected. They occur as your uterus or your womb contracts to expel the lining. The body releases hormone-like substances called prostaglandins, which cause the uterine muscles, the muscles of the womb, to contract so that the lining is expelled. The prostaglandin levels are high at the start of the period and slowly reduce as the lining is shed. However, if your estrogen levels have been high throughout the cycle preceding the menstruation, then the lining may have become thicker. As the thicker lining breaks down, it causes more of these prostaglandins to be released, which can lead to stronger and longer contraction, and therefore more pain. So, how do we stop these prostaglandins? Well, we can counteract them with anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen. However, there are many natural ways that we can do this. Anti-inflammatory foods, such as foods that is high in zinc, magnesium, omega-3 and bromelain. These are found in dark vegetables such as beetroot and kale, tomatoes, berries and ginger. And then Walnuts and Brazil nuts can be added on top. You also want to make sure that you're avoiding stimulants, things like caffeine and high sugar, and also alcohol. I've actually been experimenting with magnesium recently, and that has really helped. It's actually best absorbed through the skin. However, throughout my cycle, I'll supplement with magnesium. And then when I start to feel the niggles of the cramps, I'll rub some magnesium lotion directly to the area. Magnesium relaxes the muscles and increases blood flow and actually helps stabilize hormones too. So why not give that a go? 
Exercise is notorious for increasing blood flow and releasing endorphins, which is great for reducing prostaglandins too. But remember not to overdo it. Choose low impact exercises like yoga, swimming or walking to stretch and relax the muscles. See the show notes for some of my top yoga positions. One thing I find is if I haven't exercised or stretched much throughout the weeks preceding my period, then I will experience more cramps. Hence, it's important to keep stretching little and often. Consider giving yourself an abdominal massage. Just a nice soothing rub on your tummy can help relax the muscles, increase the blood flow, and clear the lymphatics. It can even help with your gut motility. And would you believe 95% of your happy hormone, serotonin, is produced in your gut. So a nice massage will actually help you on an emotional level as well as a physical level. So we've spoken about how to reduce prostaglandins, but how about combating the issue at the root and stopping the lining becoming too thick in the first place? In yesterday's episode, I spoke briefly about the phases when estrogen levels increase and the need to eat foods that will help clear the estrogen so it doesn't build up. If you didn't catch yesterday's episode or want a quick recap, go back and have a listen. Having excess estrogen can cause an array of symptoms from headaches, bloating to mood swings and PMS, acne, fatigue, heavy and painful periods. How many of those sound familiar to you? So by simply staying on top of your nutrition and eating foods that keep your gut buddies happy and help clear estrogen efficiently, you could be avoiding many of these symptoms. What causes PMS? PMS is premenstrual syndrome. The symptoms experienced can vary for everyone and again can include mood changes, skin breakouts, pain, cravings, or changes in bowel. It's thought that the drop in estrogen and progesterone levels just before you start menstruating can trigger these symptoms. Being deficient in essential vitamins and minerals can also exacerbate them. So let's make sure we're getting these B vitamins in with plenty of colorful veg and eat some whole foods to prevent those cravings kicking in. You might even consider supplementing with some pro and prebiotics to help your gut buddies and stop that bloating. Combating fatigue and emotional turmoil. Consider where in your cycle you are and what rest, nourishment and exercise you're giving your body. Could it be that you need to slow things down and rest or perhaps vamp them up and burn off the excess energy. This is the power of taking time to track your cycle and get to know yourself. One hormone that is worth a quick mention is cortisol. This is our main stress hormone. High levels of cortisol can prevent other hormones from getting activated in the body, which you can figure is not great. I'll be going into more detail on managing cortisol and adrenal fatigue in future episodes. But for now, two easy ways to getting some relief from the cortisol surges is ensuring that you have a good sleep hygiene and getting quality sleep and managing your stress with those walks, some mindfulness and breathing exercises. 
Our hormones work together synergistically, like an orchestra, which means if one goes even slightly offbeat or out of tune, the whole symphony falls apart. As you've noticed, the menstrual cycle requires a lot of self-care, awareness and kindness, but it gives just as much back. So if we can give that for ourselves, imagine what resources we'd have available to be able to give to our family, friends and the community. It can even enable us to better express to others how they should be treating us at certain time. For instance, asking them to give you more space and alone time or perhaps some more love and comfort. I appreciate you sticking around for the whole of this episode and I appreciate you joining for today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and even learned something. If you'd like to discuss any of this in more detail or want help understanding your cycle, then reach out to me by either leaving a comment here or through my Facebook page link linked at the end of this show notes. In tomorrow's episode, I'll be taking apart the oral contraceptive pill and discussing their effects on our body and our cycle. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes on period-related topics during our Ladies' Week. This is Radical Rads with Medicine Unraveled. I look forward to joining you on future episodes. Stay curious, keep growing, be unstoppable, and be proud to be a woman.